that because uh, there's somebody in the car right next to me. I want to alarm them. How about that? That's better. Um, so, what's going on there, motivators? Doctor Drill with the Making Motivation Podcast. Today is the uh, the ninth of September, twenty twenty two. It's been a good day. It's been a good week. It's been a kind of a crazy week, given that we are just uh, you know it's a three day week. It's uh, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and I jammed a lot of business into that. A lot of care, a lot of helping, a lot of listening, a lot of kindness, a lot of a lot of um, elbow grease, if you will, working on folks, getting back. Everybody's back in the saddle again with their uh, their schedule, right? You know, talked to a friend earlier today about the, that schedule. It, it's a topic that comes up. I I do ponder it a lot. How people out? We got a fucking goddamn. What's going on here? I'll tell you what. There have been more cop cars and ambulances and shit flying by on this Friday night. chaos out here in our society. Reminds me of the Fear of the Walking Dead show that I'm watching right now. Yes, that's right. Searching for different shows to watch. I stumbled upon it. I've been told that Fear of the Walking Dead is pretty good. It's kind of like the prelude to, you know, the before story of, of how the I was going to say COVID cooties, of how the shit hit the fan in the zombie stories. And it's really pretty good, but it's, you know, you show people like day to day, everything's hunky-dory, and all of a sudden people start talking about whatever chaos is out there, word spreads eventually, and that there's something funky going on, and all of a sudden, all at once, it's upon them. And uh, society as we know it crumbles. Sometimes I do feel like that could happen at any moment. I'm not saying I'm completely ready, but I will survive and destroy anything that gets in the way of me and mine. Help a lot of ton of people. Help a ton of people out in the zombie apocalypse, too. So it actually felt a little bit like the zombie apocalypse uh, getting through this week, just being back to the normal schedule and jamming a lot of work into three days instead of four and taking on the emotions of people that uh, and all the, the things that are going on in their lives and uh, but I'm glad to be back I think it's easier to stay in that schedule you know like to maintain that schedule even though it's frantic even though it can be challenging sometimes it's stressful and it's a tough pace to keep. It's tough to rip the band-aid off at the end of um, at the end of the summer, or at the the end of the whatever vacation. Right? Not saying you should go on vacations. I enjoyed the hell out of myself. It was time, but uh, 
you could feel it out there. Feel the chaos. Feel people getting back to their schedules and kind of settling in. And okay, this is what I need to do. And so here we are. <clears throat> A couple things I'm gonna, I don't want to ramble on them, but want to address these things. I wrote down some an interesting quote by Arthur Schopenhauer and it goes like this it is difficult to find happiness within oneself but it is impossible to find it anywhere else. Now I've mentioned that before I believe but it popped up again I thought man that's a great quote it's difficult to find happiness within oneself but it is impossible to find it anywhere else so ultimately, happiness does need to come from within. We need, it, it is something we must work at. And it's easier to keep ourselves fixed than to wait till we're broken and try to, you know, mend all the fences after they've fallen down, right? That's like the difference between oh, this person needs to fucking turn right here. If this is a zombie apocalypse. I push her right into fucking traffic. I can't turn because I got a cop here. Listen, lady, you need to get fucking ballsy here. We got a police officer unmarked pulled over a uh, school bus in the Wissahickon School District. Turn, bitch.
so um, talking about our spoiled society isn't it interesting that we have like on the one hand oh here we go hold on Sorry about that. My wife's over there buying a car. Um, quick aside, something that she needs to do. Her car has been great, but beginning of a school year, she freaking drives like a maniac, like not that she drives extremely safely, but she's always in the car, taking kids here, there, and everywhere, so it's time for, for her to upgrade, and we found this nice vehicle that she wants, and everything's great, but I ain't doing this shit on a Friday night, uh, they're calling me trying to get, you know, salespersons trying to put everything in motion tonight to seal the deal before she's done with the work day and you know I, I appreciate that I know that we definitely want the car it sounds like but I'm fucking tired man I, I want to do my little podcast and go home drink a beer have a nice meal play with my dog you understand what I'm saying so I tried to be as I don't know if you heard me on that conversation but call came through. I try to be as calm as possible. Part of me wants to say, listen, we ain't doing it tonight. Put some freaking money down on this car. We'll go up tomorrow. We'll knock it out. Just, that's it. I ain't doing a million things on a Friday night. You know, I'm done for the week. So, I was talking about this, our spoiled society. So, we're buying, this car we're buying is like, I don't know, $40,000 car. After the trade-in, maybe a $40,000 car. Cars are expensive these days, my friends. Real expensive. So there's a used car. It's a Palisade. It's beautiful. It's got low miles. It's clean. It's got everything she wants and needs. And we'll, you know, we'll only have one car loan right now, so we can do it. We can afford it. She needs it. So you gotta do what you gotta do. Plus, it's tough to get inventory in if you've ever tried to buy cars or anything these days. Shortages, inventory issues, yada yada yada. That guy's got a mustache like fucking Mr. Potato Head. Just throw it by. Um, and we'll get it done. So, but there's, you know, we're not gonna buy a goddamn Jeep Wagoneer. For my car uh, savvy, sales uh, industry guy that's been helping me out. If you're listening to this podcast, I appreciate your help. We found found something at Car Shop. So, they're fair. We've bought a few cars from them before and gave us a good trade-in value. So, it's like a good deal. Thank you for your help. Thank you, thank you. <clears throat> We're not buying a fucking Jeep Wagoneer, okay? They're too goddamn pricey. And I would never spend a hundred thousand dollars on a car. Buy two cars at least for that friggin' amount. What are we out of our minds? The world up so upside down. I mean, it'd be great if you take your car in and you wash it every time and um, 
you know, gas it up and do all this stuff, suck your dick for it. Maybe they should if you spend that much money, but I, I just think the world is, is, is very fucking spoiled. I saw something else reminding me of how spoiled we are. Somebody is complaining about, um, so there's a Palisade right there. It's a really nice car. How does it tell you right? Um, somebody's complaining on a, a Facebook page for Siesta Key, or K. I think that's how they pronounce it. I looked into Siesta K, trying to find a place domestically where we could go and have a nice, like, you know, vacation or something. As difficult as that's trying, starting to be, right? Summer vacation, trying to find the the best possible spot. So I heard as far as Florida goes that Siesta K is really nice. So I got on this Facebook page and somehow kept sending me the same shit. So people are on there complaining about fucking everything. Oh, I've got a bad meal at this place, you know, for $500 a plate. You buy a fucking meal for $500 a, uh, a dinner? You're spoiled, motherfucker. You know, your expectations can never be met. You buy a $100,000 SUV, your expectations are really going to be hard to meet. If you got that kind of coin, if you got that kind of luxury, I think. You know, I just had another conversation with somebody about the student loan thing, and they were against it. You know, they're, they're kind of sort of against it, but they understand that's a, it's quite the... Uh, quite the ball of wax, very complex, you know, some of the, you know, the magnitude of student loans and the interests and the, you know, the ability to earn and the price of everything from housing to food to, you name it, um, it's a big fucking deal, there's a lot of uncertainty right now, right, I don't think it's wise to buy a hundred thousand dollar car. Um, that's just me, man. These people are on there complaining about bad meals for $500 for dinner, and then somebody's complaining, what do you, uh, anybody have any ideas what to do about these no seeum bugs? I don't know what they're talking about, gnats or skeeters or, you know, uh, chiggers or whatever, but, um. Get some deep woods off, motherfucker. Figure something out. Don't complain to people about everything. Oh, there's seaweed. We couldn't even go in the water. Well, I'm sorry that you're, you know, that there's bugs in a, you know, what is renowned as a, a wild coastal place. Or I'm, I'm, I'm sorry that there's seaweed that you prevent you from going to get your swim on. Maybe you ought to freaking toughen up a little bit. spoiled and you're weak. Try to do without a little bit. Christ, there was a deer with its fucking roadkill deer with its ass rotten out. It's terrible. Looked like a zombie or something. This is interesting. I, I had a fit of laughter last weekend. Gosh. We got back into the Snapchat filters. 
and I did one of a cowboy with like this mullet. It looked kind of looked like Sam Elliott from um, the Big Lebowski or any Sam Elliott movie, really. Big handlebar mustache and fucking flowing mullet. And I did it impersonating this family member of ours who is kind of like cowboyish, rustic, and it was fucking funny, man. I was looking for, searching for some words, because uh, it morphed your voice a little bit too, so you kind of sound like a cowboy, which I don't need too much to do, because I do my cowboy Luke, you know what I'm saying, but this was a pretty good impression, and I was looking at my wife, asking her about this particular meal that this individual requests a lot, and, uh, I started laughing, and then I just started, I played it back, and I, and I just started laughing hysterically, I had, I found myself in like a two-minute fit of laughter, and it was so wonderful, it, it hurt a little bit, honestly, my abs were sore, but I kept laughing, just hysterical laughter, my wife caught me, and I saw her over there, I looked over, and I knew that my family was, that they were, like, my son came out from his game room, my daughter was looking at me, the dog was, you know, his ears at attention, standing up wondering what the fuck is going on, he looks at my son who comes out of the game room, you know, with his chest out, thinking, let's say, like, what's, what's going on here, and he's barking at him, my wife is laughing, I could tell she was laughing hysterically. And I noticed that, and I, it, you know, I, I wasn't laughing for entertainment, really, but I was conscious that they were, it was a moment of joy, this fit of laughter, just laughing at something completely, completely foolish, completely just funny and stupid, and this little fucking cowboy mullet, what do they call it, a uh, filter. And it was great. I thought, man, how often do we genuinely laugh like that? How often do we get to do that? Not so often. So that was great. That was pure fun, man. I look, as I looked around, I sort of surveyed the scene. I, I, I was conscious of them observing my laughter and, and it was contagious I thought man you gotta do more of this I haven't seen my wife laugh like that she loves to laugh she loves humor even potty humor is prim and proper she comes off as she's uh she loves to you know banter using filthy language and share funky memes and stuff this is interesting on that note I had a, uh, some friends come in this morning and uh, the guy's in, in law enforcement. Husband's in law enforcement. He was talking about, um, you know, how, you know, cops will, uh, you know, cops will, well, they'll see a, a rotting corpse or something and then they'll, you know, be talking about what they should get for lunch. You know, we all have these, this side of us that is not, you know, it's, it's, it's genuine, but it's 
just a little bit sick, a little bit like you gotta laugh, otherwise you'll cry. And we're talking about all this stuff. I was doing my impersonation of our old elementary school principal for the kids. And they just met this guy because their their child is, is now going in there. And uh, I did the impersonation and they freaking were rolling laughing because the guy is like, hey, how you doing? <laughs> I, I don't want to disclose the guy's name but or the school, but uh, I did a, do a pretty spot on impersonation of this guy. And it's funny because he's like a really like professional, prim and proper guy and what this officer was saying was that, you know, some of the people who are like, you know, the most harmless or the most, like a Bob Saget, God rest his soul, now Bob Saget is, um, he's like the nicest guy, he's playing a, a sitcom dad, single dad, you know, adorable, loving, reasonable, um, cool-headed, and then in his stand-up was like the dirtiest, most demented stuff that you could imagine. Similarly, Bill Cosby, you know, to a to a criminal extent, this guy's doing, you know, all these shows about, um, you know, moral, sending moral messages and commentaries on society, judging even his own, you know, people, you know, in a sense on their behavior, and and here, um, he's out there date raping people. And drugging them, slipping them roofies. I mean, not that it needs to go to that extent, but it's just funny how we need humor. We use humor we to get by. And often the people that, that have a facade of um, innocence aren't always so innocent. And there's different, obviously different grades of that, ranging from just like need to survive somehow so that you need to find the humor in life or you know to the extent of like a fucking Bill Cosby who's deceitful to the point of criminality we're not none of nobody I know or care about is at that level otherwise I wouldn't hang out with them but you know what I'm saying it does interest me as the human condition does constantly I saw this, another thing that made me laugh my ass off the other day, I saw this meme, it was funny as shit, it had this guy, who was like, just one of the guy's legs, that he was like laying down, obviously the guy looked, must have been naked, but it was his leg, and it was, it was like skeletal, you know, you never know somebody who's so skinny, like you grew up, and this kid was like so skinny, even you know, now, he's like just the way his genetics are, he could not gain weight, or she, whatever. This guy is so skinny, he's got his hairy leg there, and people are making all these commentary. A lot of the commentary was about, oh yeah, those skinny guys, they got the big dicks, you know? And, um... <laughs> I just thought that was funny as shit. You know, the skinny guys hung like fucking a moose. And then somebody comes on there, and, um... You know, obviously, it was an, Af- an African-American woman. I could tell by her name and by her profile picture, and she said, is that, man, woo, looks like a primantis leg, 
talking about a praying mantis leg. <laughs> Holy pro man, primantis leg. And I just fucking started rolling for the description, for the, uh, you know, the, the expression, the misspelling, the, um, the whole thing, just the, the visual that I got from it. I thought it was funny as shit. Primantis leg. I guess you got to be there, but I sent it to a couple people that I know and love and I knew would appreciate it. You got to do that. So here we go. Friday, beautiful afternoon. Fall is coming. Those freaking trees are trying to show us how to let things go. As those leaves flutter to the ground. And you think about these cooler nights and, you know, bundling up a little bit more and not as much use of air conditioning and Halloween costumes and pumpkin spice and um, our little decor and all that shit. Redecorate my bear. I got my mums out in their pots. Gonna water those fuckers. They usually dry out and turn to shit. That's a, an annual complaint that I have, I know. And here's my beautiful weeping willow, this tree that doesn't owe me shit. Fell over in a damn storm a year or more ago, and I just cut it down a little bit and it went dunk, stood back up right again, erect like a frickin' primantis leg. There it sits with beautiful hanging foliage. I sit in my truck at 5.30 on a Friday evening and there's nothing going on. Most people are home or they're heading out to dinner. And I got a freaking lunch pail next to me and a big bag of trash and a bag with a little bit of money in it, just a little. And a four pack of double hazy IPA. And kind of like a relatively open schedule for the weekend. Gonna be doing some work on my deck tomorrow. Friend who chided me a little bit today because I'm finally making good on my ambition to build this deck. Gonna get those footers in there, those little sono tubes they call them. I think that's what they call sono, it means like sound tubes, but it's a big cardboard thing, like a shit paper, uh, the inside of a shit paper holder there. And only they're 16 inches diameter. Take those bastards and drop them in the hole. Ah, oh, fuck. I gotta get some gravel. I didn't do that. Maybe if we go out tonight, get that gravel. So, uh, that's what I got going on, my friends. Hope everyone had a great week. Look, it's good to be back to our normal schedules. Quote-unquote normal, right? Uh, looks like we got a nice weekend in front of us weather-wise. Grass is green and it's sprouted up, rejuvenated with the, the rains from earlier this week. We made it through another week unscathed. We're doing our best. Put a smile on your face and a little fire under your ass, my friends. Try to eke the best you can out of this weekend. Be good to one another. And, uh, you know, if anybody needs help at all, reach out. 
I'll get to you sometime by the end of the weekend. Solve your problems. Put a smile on your face, okay? Love and respect to all. Huh! <laughs>